You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. Almost without fail, every organization begins to corrupt quickly. Very quickly. All the Bible colleges in America that were founded. They were all Bible colleges, Ivy League schools. Harvard, 1638, was a Bible college. Yale in 1701 was a Bible college. Brown University was a Bible college. These schools began by the Presbyterians, the Baptists, Congregationalists, others. Dartmouth was a Bible college, training preachers of the gospel. That's why Harvard had 58, 56% of their graduates for the first 50 years plus all became preachers of the gospel. You read their tenets. It says our goal, our ambition is to Christianize, and they called it the heathen Indians, and to present to them the plan of salvation through Jesus Christ. It is the purpose of every student at Harvard to read and study the scriptures twice daily and to make sure that everyone knows Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. There's always a foundation for a ministry, for a job, for an organization. You get hired onto a company, there is a policies. And if you offend those policies are around you, now they have HR departments you can go to so you can stick to the policy of that organization. Every society, every society has a foundation. A, a society is just simply a, a, a group of organized people with a common goal. We are living in a society today it appears like society wants, as they did in Sacramento, they assembled with the Satanism this week and with their bullhorns worshiped Satan. It seems like it appears like much of the country wants transgenderism, they want abortion, they want, and, and, and who knows, that may all be voted through. If that's what society wants, that's what we'll get. I don't believe it's all as much as we're told. I believe there's people like you and I that still believe that God is the answer. And I don't believe it's the minority. I believe there's many that still believe in God. And I believe that many still want a spiritual revival. But our society is going to make the decision. And if our society continues to say, we don't want God, we'll legislate God out. That's one of the things that burdened me so much for the 472 days that in America, here in California, our churches were shut down. We met in parking lots, but government for the first time said, you cannot assemble inside a building. That has never happened one Sunday in America's history. The Spanish flu that killed many more people than COVID did never shut a church down one time. They needed the church. And we're discovering now because suicide is so high amongst young people and women and men, and now drugs are out of control since all this. We have shut God out, legislated God out. 
And I know government's getting ready for round two. But we're keeping the doors open. I'm telling you this right now, ladies and gentlemen, America continues to turn her back on God. We can, we may, we might, but there will be judgment. God saw that violence and corruption was continuing and everywhere. God said, I'm going to have to destroy the planet I built and I'm going to have to destroy mankind and a flood came and destroyed this earth. Noah and his family escaped. Lot was a righteous man, but he vexed his spirit as he looked into Sodom every day. It was a wicked place. Man, the Bible says, burning in their lust for men and women burning in their lust. So we have that right. Go ahead, but destruction's coming. We cannot get away with it. The only answer is God, the home, the New Testament local church. That is the answer today. Here was a nation that had been fallen into judgment for 40 years. Debauchery was an evil day. And God said, I, I, I'm going I'm to go ahead and I'm going to spare this nation because there's a man and a woman, godly people, and they're going to have a son. And that son was going to be able to be raised up to defeat the Philistines. Everything Every organization, every church has a foundation. We need to get back to our foundation. Amen. America has a foundation. Would you read the Constitution? We, the people. Our Constitution begins with we, the people. It doesn't begin with we, the government. We have been endowed by our Creator, our Foundation is we believe there's a God, our creator, certain unalienable rights. Those rights, unalienable, they can't be altered. What are our certain unalienable rights? Life. This country was not built on death. This country is built on life. There are two in the Bible. Year of your father, the devil, who's a liar and a murderer, death from the beginning. And Jesus Christ, who said, I am the way, the truth, the life. We can go Satan's way, that's a death way. We can go God's way, that's the life way. And eternal life is through Jesus Christ. Life is what America's been. So, euthanasia, we're. we're now, they, they gather families together, say, I've appointed, this is the day of my death. Again, big thing this week where family got together, celebrating their life. They, the family steps out. The doctor comes in. He does his little thing. And then in just a little while, they're dead. That's not America. Yes. Well, we voted it in in the state of Washington and Oregon. Hey, it's, it's legal. It might be legal, but it's wrong. My days, the Bible said, are de determined by thee. What about people that are suffering? God knows all about that. They say, well, hey, what about with you? I probably will suffer on my way out. I'm getting closer every day. I'm not a 20-year-old kid. But I want to go God's way. Maybe in my suffering and my death, I can input something to my family and to people that they believe that God is real. Life, liberty. Our foundation is on liberty and the pursuit of happiness. 
Make a lot of people unhappy nowadays, aren't we? Because we're rejecting God. That's our foundation. Here's a boy who's going to get born into a family. But I want you to see some, some qualities in this home that were so important. And by way of introduction, I'll just tell you, the people of the home is father, mother, and children. And each have a function. Husband is Latin word, two words, house and band. You band the house together, sir. You don't destroy your home. That's why you don't come home drunk or on drugs. You can be responsible and you work a job and you care for your family. And so we have husband. He's to love his wife. He's to nurture his children. He is to encourage and not discourage and provoke not your children to wrath, dad. Your job is to be the husband and the father. The lady's job, the Bible says, is submit yourself to your own husband. Uh, you're to follow the leisure. Oh, this is going to be good. Bring the news media in. Have, have them watch this one. Uh, a lady is supposed to follow the leadership. Why? Because God gave her the job to be a help meet. He is not capable of fulfilling what he should cap be capable without the help meet. Doesn't make you minority, ladies. They said, well, what's your marriage? 50-50? Are you kidding? Are you kidding? 50-50? I give, she gives. Are you kidding? America's not 50-50. It's a hundred woman, zero man. Sir, you ought to be living for your wife. You ought to be dedicated to your wife. It's quiet in here now. Your job is not to, not to dominate her, but your job is to lead her. That's God's plan. Somebody's going to have to lead. In the last day, Isaiah 3, 9 says, children shall rule them and women shall rule them. That's the last days. Maybe we're there. And children, their job is twofold, obey their parents. And then as it will happen in a few weeks again, this right here on this platform, this young bride will be standing here and this young man wedding through the summer. And, and I'll say, who giveth this woman to be married to her man? And that man down there, dad said, her mother and I, and he gives her away and obedience stops. He gave her away. But honor never stops. You kids don't become adults and all of a sudden you just do nothing but scar and hurt your parents. You become an adult, you're now 22, 23, 24, you don't know anything but you can tell your mother off or your mother-in-law off or your father off, tell your father-in-law off, shame on you. Maybe said when you see your loved ones in a casket, that you're not going to have to say, I'm so sorry I told you off, mother, mother-in-law, father, father-in-law. I'm having a good time. I don't know if you are, but it's a Bible. Husband. And so the, the people of the home, and then the, the program of the home is to love one another. Your home ought to be built about love and respect one another and honor one another. And it is to be, uh, uh, it's to serve one another, be kind. The picture of the home should be happiness. Home ought to be a happy place. It ought to be security. It ought to be provision. It ought to be scheduled that everything is done decently in order. That's why I love that song. Come home, come home, it's supper time. You build good families around an evening table, not around, around McDonald's. And I know perhaps fast food once in a while, but the best place to have a good home is around an evening table. 
And you don't talk about who did wrong in school that day and tattle on one another. Yeah, have a happy home. You're playing maybe K and BBC dinner time music. You know, we're not singing, hey, keep on the fiery. It's beautiful music at dinner. And nobody just gulps it down and runs. We stay around the table and we talk. Mother, nowadays, I know, mothers, God bless you for your willingness to work and help. And men, we're all working and we're picking up all this information from school, from his work, from her work. At the end of the day, we come and we're around the table and we talk together about what we experienced that day. And enjoy one another and listen to one another, not interrupt one another. And talk to one another. And have a family time together. And there's never a time that you ever just get up at your own will. You ask your mother, you ask your dad, may we be dismissed. Not now yet, just stay a few more minutes. And then you don't throw World War III. I mean, this is how America was, by the way. And raise good kids around a table. And then when you do, you clear your plate off. And you clean it up. You come back and you give your mother a kiss on the cheek and say, thank you, mother and then clean up. I'm getting nowhere fast today, but uh, so here it is, this, young, this couple. This child came in a wicked time. Your kids are living in a wicked time, but they don't have to have it magnified how wicked it is. They can magnify the fact how wonderful our God is. And this couple, this husband and wife, if you'll notice, the Bible said he announced that you're going to have a child, just like Jesus was announced to this woman had not a child, that Jesus was coming. He's to be a Nazarite, be separated to God. Do you realize that today, perhaps in your home, you're raising a son or daughter, not perhaps you, that has been separated for a specific task? God gave us a son-in-law who's a preacher, a son who's a preacher, and a son-in-law who's a principal of the Christian school. I think of the one son God gave us and two daughters. If my kids would have, our kids would have said, Dad, Mom, we're going to be a computer programmer, a police officer, I'd have said, praise the Lord. I want to try to help them the way they're bent. Nothing wrong with being a computer programmer. Nothing wrong with being a firefighter. Nothing wrong with being a first responder. Nothing wrong with being a salesman. If that's, if that's, if that's how you're bent. I never told our children. But I prayed every day of their life before their birth, God, call them into the ministry. We're going to raise them for you. Now, if God didn't call them in the ministry, I wouldn't have ever told them. But I never told my son when he had worked with me here 12 years and he preached those once a month Sunday morning, once a night, uh, month Sunday night and then preached to the teenagers every Sunday, the, uh, the teens on the buses and God's hand was on him and he said, Dad, God called me to preach. I still didn't tell him. He was ordained, knelt right here with his wife and his five kids are down in, in Arizona. He's preaching now. I miss him terribly. But I want you to know that I just believe that God sent Two angels, those two girls of ours, I felt like they were angels sent to us. And I tried to do it right. I know my wife did do it right. And I tried together. We worked together on that thing. And I know that God, I tell my wife, I believe, I believe, honey. I believe I'm li we're living with a man of God. 
Elena, he's your pastor now. I believe, I said, I believe we're living with a man of God. Even as a young boy, did he do wrong? Yes. So much like his dad. Yes, we had to correct him. But I believe we had a man. Who do you have in your home today? That little baby you're holding in your arms, who knows what that little boy, that little girl may be for God? Don't be careless with that opportunity. Don't be thinking how they're going to take care of you. Think of how God wants to use them. So an angel comes to this mother, this lady, and the woman had this angel come, and I like verse 6, and the woman came and told her husband, there's no secrets in a marriage. A man of God came to see her and told her something. The first place she went, I went to my husband. That's where Tamar was wrong. Her half-brother molested her. Instead of yelling, Daddy! She tried to try to talk to her half-brother. This woman's a great example. You have some problems in the home, wife, go immediately to your husband. Husband, go immediately to your wife. You have some harlot of a woman flirting with you at work, sir. Go immediately to your wife. Yes, a man that is, is what just walked you to your car for safety. You go immediately to your husband. Hey, ladies, you ever feel endangered? And nowadays, even at these stores around here, you can feel anywhere in America, you can feel endangered. Take your phone out and start taking pictures of the face. Get in your car and honk the horn and never get off of it. Your lives are so valuable, ladies. Our life was nearly destroyed. I've never told this. Miss Chaber, I know, will let me tell it. Heard her say it to a group of ladies. Uh, 48 years ago, we were here in a little apartment. A man was loose, and he was a rapist. He chose the same area where we lived. He chose blondes. My wife was a blonde. And he followed her. She went up to the second floor. She was from a country a little country area in Illinois, and I lived on the farm, and she'd normally just open the door, but that afternoon she was uncomfortable. That's called the Holy Spirit. It was the man. There would have never been a North Valley Baptist church had she opened the door because he left and destroyed two women in our, two women in our apartment complex that day. Ladies, I want you to be very careful more than ever. I'm going to bring a police officer and talk to you again about every few years we do that. Our job is to protect you. Bunch of nutcases because we're away from God. And you be watching out for your children at all times, whether it's on this property or whatever. Don't let them run loose. She went right to her husband. She did that twice in this text. Verse number 10, again, the woman made haste and ran to her husband and showed her husband. He came again. I like the husband. What did he do? He went to prayer. Verse 8, Manoah entreated the Lord and said, oh, my Lord. He goes, God, we need help. If we're going to have a baby, help us, God, help us. Dads, dads, please listen. We, We need more than ever men that know how to get a hold of God. You send your kids to school and you're praying for your kids. You're begging God for your kids and throughout the day as God puts your son and your daughter and your children on your mind, God puts your wife on your mind, sir, would you at least be a prayer warrior for your family? 
You don't have to listen to all the news, whether it's liberal or whether it's conservative. You don't have to listen to all the talk shows. You don't have to come home and watch all the TV. Hey, spend time with God. We have 14 grandkids. It's a lot of kids to pray for every day, but they all have needs and are all different. And I'm praying for each one. I know my wife does as well. I'm praying for every one of them because they all are different. It's just not a bless the grandkids today. They're all different. How can we just say bless the grandkids today? I try to keep my ear open to what their needs are. They go from age 20 on down. They all have different needs. Academic needs, physical needs, financial needs, social needs. You all have different needs. You all have to, one day they're going to, by the grace of God, marry the right person. I pray it's because of a pop and a nana that have prayed for them. Got too much activity and not enough prayer. He went to God. What can we do? What can we do with you? What party can we do now, kids? Forget about it. I want you to have parties. I want you to have play. I want you to play every day. I'd come home from school, from work, and my son would be there. We'd play every day. Sometimes the girls would play basketball, football, catch, baseball. Every single day, I wanted that, that part in his life. But stop thinking about it. We have to play, 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 play. Does he know how to cut a lawn? Does he know how to work a job? Does he know how to save and handle money? Does he know how to tithe? I see I'm out of time. I'm not even getting where I'm going. I want you to see, I'll just close her down here. Verse 11, and Manoah arose and went after his wife. They came to the man and said, Art thou the man that speakest to the woman? And he said, I am. And Manoah said, Now let thy Words come to pass. How, how shall we order the child? He said in verse 8, teach us. And now he says, how do, how do we order him? God's so good, he gives us help. He gives us a church. He gives us a shepherd, a pastor. And I'll tell you what else he gives us, Titus 2. He gives you older people. An aged woman, an aged man. He said, well, they raised kids and their kids all didn't turn out Right? You know, there comes a responsibility where the kid has to make it, train them up the way they should go. Kids decide. Just because it's not all perfect, well, that's not a good man. They're home divorced. Wait a minute. That doesn't mean that he cannot help you. Are you so arrogant? Do you think everybody has to be exactly perfect? I watch people, some of these that go through a divorce or a separation or adultery and they've been cheated on and all the things that hurt in their life and yet they stay true to God. I tell you what, that's, that's a good person. Amen. And I watch people that have done wrong and yet they stay in God's house. That's, that's a person that per, perhaps could help you. I, I want you to know that here he said, I, I, I need help. I thank God that you have the Christian school. Thank you. And thank God we have the college. And thank God we have people that can help us in Sunday school. Everything corrupts. I think of how Adam and Eve were in a perfect sur surrounding, but they corrupted it. Noah in a good place and corrupted it. And his people did. And Cain and Abel, they were in, a, in, a, in that home and corrupted. Angels, they left their first estate. Now, I have four things to say, and I won't say them because of time. But I would say this. 
I won't preach in that is. Know your heritage. Know your heritage. I thought I knew our heritage. I think I do pretty much, my mother and dad. But the one I was dependent upon was my sister, a couple years older than me, and she died suddenly here recently. I have some questions about my grandparents and my parents, and there's no one to answer it. I missed it. I thought we'd take care of it later. They finally retired. And I thought I'd take care of it. They moved to Tennessee, and I thought we'd take care of it. She lays in a cemetery in Memphis tonight, today. There are some things I'll never know about my family because I did not take the time. She knew everything about our family. Learn your heritage. It's an amazing thing how many people grew up with a terrible heritage. I'm not endorsing everything of Jerry Falwell. Jerry Falwell was my personal friend. But his grandfather was an atheist who was a bootlegger who killed his brother. And his father was an agnostic. But Jerry got saved. Now he's passed away. May I say something? Your past may be that you have a terrible home situation. It may be like, it may be like Mike Johnson, who what was 13 different parents in his life. 13 different homes in his life. Hiding under the bed when the drunken, drunken uh, alcoholic uh, stepdad came home to beat him and said, I'm going to give myself to killing him, what my stepdad one day. But God got a hold of his heart. It may, may be like a Tim Rule, who also is one of our professors here. And as a little boy, five years of age, the boyfriend came. And his mother was a waitress, and he said, I, I, I want you to come back to me. She goes, I'm not, I'm not coming back. And he took a gun, he shot her and killed her right there. And, and Tim Rule sat on a step, waiting for his mother to come home. It was a five, six, seven-year-old boy. And the preacher came and said, Mom was not coming home. Both those accounts are both men who have been preachers for 40, 40 years in this state of California. Your heritage may not be good. One of the things I, my, my heritage is from Germany and Russia. I tell you, one of the things I like about Germany, they kept the consecration, concentration camps intact. That's part of the history of Germany where Hitler killed six million Jews. We're trying to tear everything down here. We're tearing every statue down. And they may, may not have been the right thing. Some of them were slave owners. And I know that's wrong. I know it's wrong. You know it's wrong. But that's our heritage. Look what we've overcome. And some of that's not right, but it's part of America's history. And we have to learn. One of the things we failed to learn from history, my college president said, is to learn from history. You have to learn. I have four points. There's one. I'm done. Let's bow for prayer, please. I'm out of time. Father, I wish I could finish this today, Mother's Day. Here's a couple that they did things right with their son, and, and their son did right. The Philistines, he, he began to purge the country of crimes and wrongdoings. 
But Samson's weakness was women. And he went to Timnah and found that first woman. And he went to a harlot and he found Delilah. And he threw away his life for a woman. Yet God, I don't criticizing Samson because I have so much to say grace over my own life. Our heads are bowed and eyes are closed. Men, would you be a, would you, on this Mother's Day 2022, say, I, I'm going to change. I'm going to be the dad I need to be for my family. I'll be the husband I need. I'll be patient with my wife and loving to my wife and kind to my, I'll never raise my voice. I'll speak to her as a, as a, as not an equal, but above me in honor, preferring her above myself. I'm going to do everything I can to make that lady happy and pleasant and pleased and pleased in life. I'm going to do everything I can to help my, my, my son and my daughter or children. If you're here without Christ, this is the day to get saved. But I think there should be on Mother's Day some mothers down at this altar praying. Maybe you have a prodigal son or daughter. Maybe you have a mom or dad that's lost. Maybe you have a mom or dad that's very sick today. Maybe you have an aunt that needs God. Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.